Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. Joining you on a beautiful Friday afternoon, November 4th. We have a Calvin Cater, Arnold Allen card to discuss. We were not, we did not have an episode last week to everyone out there who doesn't watch any sports or anything. The Phillies have kind of taken, I mean, for sure taken over my life, and I'm sure they've uh, had a little bit of an effect on your life, uh, you know, as a former Philadelphia, uh, re, you know, area resident. And but you're a Dodger fan, so you know, it's kind of just watching, watching from afar, but appreciating what is going on. But uh, up here in Philadelphia, it has, it's taking over everyday life. I can't do anything. I can't think of anything else but the Phillies every day, 24-7. But now I'm here to talk about some MMA because I was able to catch some of the fights from this past week. I, I, I didn't watch these fights live because the Phillies were on during the fights, I believe. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it just came over. And it has taken over full control of my life, unfortunately. And it's probably for good. Because 280, we got absolutely smoked, uh, biblically smoked, and <laughs> we are here today to kind of right that wrong, make up for that. We've done, I've done my research. I, I've, uh, you know, I, I'm ready to go. I, I have a clear mind now. And uh, Ty, I guess I should introduce you. Ty, how are you feeling today uh, on this beautiful Friday afternoon? Uh, who cares? Right. That's that's kind of how I'm feeling too. I mean, the, the Phillies have blown <laughs> their lead in, in the World Series. Uh, I'm down like six units. This is just you know, what the hell? Someone come over and hit me with a bus and, and just get it yeah. get it over with. But uh, quickly, we will get into what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk UFC or you want to go right to the Jake Paul? We'll we'll do a quick quick uh recap of this little UFC <laughs> card. Action. Honestly, I didn't think the card was you know. <clears throat> that awful. It just it, it was on at a bad time. Yeah, uh, you know, there's really no fights on there. Even the even the main event, honestly. Uh, even though it should, I think uh, Arnold Allen probably will get the push now. But um, other than that, like, there's not really any consequential consequential fights. Like, the, you know, there's really no stakes on the line in any of these fights. Yeah, uh, at all. Besides maybe getting cut. <laughs> so um, seriously, it's a lot of uh, kind of filler filler fights throughout this whole thing. And I mean, even the main event, you didn't even get a, a proper result or a definitive answer to what was going on. I mean, Allen probably wins, but you don't. I mean, it's a five round fight. You know, he blew his knee out uh, towards the right at the end of the first round. So you really didn't get a true answer of what was going on. It's just kind of a real disappointing situation. But uh, I guess we'll just kind of brush since we didn't really make picks on this and we didn't have any bets and whatnot. We didn't really talk about it before. I guess we'll just kind of discuss some of the bigger, you know, moments or things. I mean, like we kind of already just discussed. Allen gets a win. He looked good in the first round, but Cater on a real awkward, uh, I think, a flying knee attempt of some sort. Or right, he jumped and then he kind of he landed. He threw a flying knee and landed on the yeah. Like on listen, the raise your hand. Raise your hand if you bet on Calvin Cater. There you go. Now keep your hand keep your hand raising if you also bet on Brian Ortega. There keep you your go. hand raising if you also bet on Tom Aspinall, and keep your hand raising if you also bet on Alexander Rockich. It is me. You are, you are looking at him. He is a king of injuries. 
and he will he will hex you into an injury if you keep talking that shit. Basically, is what he's saying. Phil Halls, I bet on him, and he got his ACL snapped. I mean, that was by doing of the opponent, but still, you know, I like to see one of my guys be able to walk on his own out after a fight. But we'll see. No, nah, I mean it's just never. You know, obviously, you never want to see anyone get hurt, especially when you bet them. But it's just like, like we always talk about. If I'm going to lose, I'd rather lose with my guy getting viciously knocked out, selfishly. You know, like yeah, go to sleep. Yeah, like or choked out. Like I'd get like a definitive answer. I was wrong. Like on this one, you don't really get the the you know I was wrong sort of answer. You know, you're kind of just like, well, if the fight would have gone longer, you know, Cater has that. You you go through the whole thing that you kind of thought before when you were betting them. And you kind of feel like you got screwed. So I mean, good for Arnold Allen. It's you know that's a that's a huge win. I don't know what they'll do with. He looked him. good though. He did look in good. that first round. He absolutely did. So, he's, like, he's a good fighter, dude. Yeah, he's getting better and better. I think you know. I think he's going to be somebody that eventually, when they do lose, it's going to be like a you know he gets caught, he gets clipped because I, I still think he's susceptible to getting punched, to taking a good shot, you know. But it, he is he is turning his offense around. I mean, that's two finishes in a row after I think like four or five decisions. Uh, over pretty good fighters too, Sadiq, Nick Lentz, Gilbert Melendez, and that Sadiq fight. The third round looked a little shaky, so it's it's good to see him making those um, improvements. Remember, he almost lost to Maquan Amirkani, your boy, our boy, our boy, Mister Finley. Um, he had a, he had an L in Cage Warriors, I think that was his only L back in the day, and he hasn't looked back since. Man, he's what eighteen, nineteen, and one, eighteen and one. Like, yeah, maybe, and he's only twenty eight. Maybe uh, this is somebody we should probably take serious at one forty five, especially considering. That this division might be, you know, have a have a big void at the top at, uh, in the championship, or at, in the you know, with Alexander Volkanovsky talking about going the lightweight and you know, this and that. So and he's, plus, plus he's I think thirty four, thirty five Volk. So you know, he, that might be where he is long term. Who knows? So see, definitely yeah. see an interim belt. I, I think that's kind of a lock at this point, right? If they're going to do that, what what they say they're going to do? It, it's it's funny because it's looking like there's going to be an interim belt at one forty five and one thirty five. So it's like. You know, the, the, as as good and deep as as those two weight classes uh, weight classes are, there's a little a little hold up at the top with Aljo getting surgery, or I don't even think he's getting surgery. He just wants a layoff. He's not even. I, yeah, I'm not a doctor. I'm not saying he's not hurt, but you know, just join. If it's more to go to the the most unlikable guy, well, at least one of the, exactly. easily the most unlikable champion that we have. Exactly, and Volk at least Volk's moving up to challenge fucking Islam. <laughs> you know, like yeah, um, that fight's locked in, right? Or no, not completely locked in, but okay, I mean, they, okay. it's, listen, you bring the guys in the cage, and you do the whole discussion. They're talking on Twitter, like you know, they're like, yeah. once I get the paper, I'm signing it. Uh, I, I have, I mean, I have no doubt that Islam wants to do it, and of course, I have no doubt that Volk wants it. And if the UFC is going to have them get in the cage and do that, like, I feel like it's kind of a short, a foregone conclusion. They're going to do that. I guess I don't know where. I guess in Perth, right? Is that is that what the idea was going into yeah, the fight? I, I believe. I believe so. I could be wrong, but I believe so. And then other than that, I mean, you know, you got Max, I guess. I don't know what Max going to do. He hasn't fought since he fought Volk. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you really want to see him. I mean, he's I beat mean, – no, I mean, he's beat Yair, who's three, or I don't know if he's three, but he's beat him and Cater. Like, Yair's two now. So, like, you know, <laughs> what the fuck do you do? You yeah. know, I, I'd probably – I'd honestly like to see Arnold Allen against Yair or Max or maybe Josh Emmett. Josh Emmett's on a, on a nice win streak. Um, yeah. I think one of them in like an interim bout. I think I think Arnold Allen deserves it now. You know, maybe maybe they see the Cater fight as a, kind of a fluke, which I agree with. But he won the first round. Probably was going to keep winning the fights, uh, the, the round. So, um, 
Yeah, why not? Do you not? think why Max putting... is a lock for that interim uh, interim title uh, like slot? Uh, I guess maybe. Right? I don't I mean, know. I, I don't. Know. Know. I don't know though. When's the last time he fought? You know, like what's what 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 are even his plans? I know he's a big gamer. Like, is that what he's going to do full time? Like, I I don't know. Seriously, I don't. Seriously, I have no yeah. idea what he's even up to. Holloway, Josh you know? Emmett. I'd probably take him over anybody now, um, but we'll see. I mean, Arnold Allen's a, a hammer. He's only six right now, ranked six. I guess they haven't updated the, or maybe they have. I don't know, but he should probably not. Now, Cater would probably be would drop down a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I feel like he I would imagine. move. I feel like he'd probably move to three or four. You know, yeah, it seems like they're for, these are from last week because uh, it says O'Malley's moved ten slots still, so it's probably a situation like that. But I, I you know. Yeah, I don't, I just don't like anything at forty five now. Like now that I look at it, it's just there's a lot of, um, question, just a lot of questionable stuff up here. I I don't know what they like. You know, like like you kind of talked about Holloway, Yair, Ortega. Like they, I don't know. I I don't, I don't know even who you would put in an interim title slot. I could see Allen and Yair for the title. Yeah, you know, because I don't know if Ortega Ortega's hurt. Emmett's kind of just like a wild card. You never know. He says he deserves it. I mean, he he deserves a, uh, an interim title shot. I, I would put him in there. I don't know if I would put Holloway in there if it was my my say. But do like a four round Robin uh, Holloway against Yair. Oh, they already fought Holloway against uh, or uh, Emmett. Emmett. Yeah, and then, and then Yair like, versus Allen. Yeah, I think that'd be kind of cool. out of the picture now. Yeah, and uh, Ortega seemingly would be out of the picture. I don't know how long he's going to be out for, but I don't imagine right. him being ready to go. So, yeah, uh, that I like that. I like that, but I guess we're we're not going to know for a while. Who you know that that'll all be decided probably in the summer or, or you know middle of the uh, spring. I would say is probably the the earliest you'll see some featherweight action because seems like they're the UFC is a little bit booked up uh, in, in theory going for a while. But uh, Max Gr- Max Griffin. Tim Means, did you agree with this decision? Uh, yeah, I thought Max Griffin won two rounds. Yeah, I did too. Um, but I mean, it was he. I mean, Max Griffin dropped him on his ass in round one, so that easily gives him that round. And then I don't remember if it was the second or third. I watched. I had to watch them so fast because they all just blend in together. Uh, yeah, I hear you. Waldo Cortez Acosta. I liked him on the Contender Series, and this was a, this would have been an automatic bet for me. Uh, against Jared Vandera, because I probably would have bet uh, you against Jared Vandera, but yeah, he's a big dude. Though. A you, might, you might have been you might have been up against <laughs> it, but uh, good win for WCA. I'm gonna give him that nickname now. I'm just gonna, I like that. Yeah, it's not to real... be confused with. Wait, no, never mind. Get uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. WCW. Uh, shout out to WCW. Yeah. Uh, Treshawn <laughs> Gore uh, looked good, then didn't look good, and then looked good again. Josh Fremd, he slams his head off the canvas after he uh, chokes him out. That's a nice finish for him. Uh, Khalil Roundtree takes care of business against Dustin Jacoby. Did you think this was the proper decision? I saw a lot of people Absolutely online not. saying that Jacoby got screwed here. No shot. No shot. I don't I don't know how you found two rounds for um, Mr. Roundtree. I know he won the third, but I don't understand. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't see how he won any of the fir- either of the first two. Like it was just not not really even close. I thought I thought it was kind of like right, let's see who scored it for him. Uh, yeah, Ben Cartledge, not a fan of him. If you look at the media scores, they pretty much all had a twenty nine twenty eight Jacoby, except for two guys who had a twenty nine twenty eight Roundtree. Yeah, man, I don't know. I guess you know Jacoby kind of uh, let Roundtree back in the fight by taking some big shots that that drew. Uh, 
drew reactions from the judges, and you know, obviously they thought that was the deciding factor. At the end of the fight, Roundtree's face looked fine. Uh, Jacoby's did not. But I thought Jacoby, you know, you can call him pitter patter shots and you know, non significant strikes, but he was just he was just touching him up uh, all he wanted in the first two rounds, you know, like maybe he wasn't hurting him, but he was still hitting him with clean shots, effective shots, powerful shots. So uh, yeah, I, I disagree with that. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, Roman Dolodidze takes care of business against Phil Halls, who blows his knee. I mean, there's a lot, lot of, lot of knee injuries in this one. Uh, yeah, especially if I bet on him. Yeah, uh, Phil Hawes, he's very close to moving to the <laughs> do not bet list, the DNP. And uh, it's, maybe it's not his fault, but also it kind of is now with, you know, I mean, only a win against Duran Win that doesn't do much for me. I mean, I would bet, again, probably bet you against Duran Win because I just, Hey, he did beat uh, Imavov back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. But Marcus Rogerio de Lima... He would have been an automatic bet against Andre Arlovsky because uh, Arlovsky's absolutely cooked, and I can't believe they still trot him out there every, you know, so so often. What is he, 42, 43? Oh, okay. Yeah, some of the other guys they plot out there. Yeah, 43. I mean, he's five, that's five straight wins he had, and they were all ugly decisions. Or four straight, I'm sorry, uh, coming off of getting rear naked choked by Tom Aspinall. But good for, he made his debut in, in 99. Rogerio de Lima kind of stinks. But he. 1999. That's why. Good I mean, Lord. that makes no sense. And he got knocked out six minutes into the round. By the way, whatever that means. Well, I, I mean, that's they. Those pride rules were wild too. <laughs> if you know, those guys were fighting for 30 minutes, just beating the shit Jesus. out of each other. Japanese people are just screaming like, "Kill him!" <laughs> Fucking wild. <laughs> Jung Young Park takes care of business against Joseph Holmes, the ugly man who had yeah. his hair colored again. Uh, I, I like Jung Young Park. It's getting real ugly for my uh, for the ugly man. Yeah. One and two, and the and the one win being a fat asterisk against Alan Amadovsky. Yeah, um, well, I mean, not to use the well tired a- excuse, but I mean, you you could have taken out uh, Amadovsky <laughs> at one point. <laughs> if you guys fought a hundred times, you'd take him out a few times, even though he's a yeah, professional I, fighter. You might catch him. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. No, I like Park. I think he did what he had to do. Nah, he's good. Quickly. Um, Steve, oh, here we go. Uh, this is what we had. The mean machine. The mean machine, Steve Garcia. Listen, Chase Hooper, I don't know how much time he's got to take off. We talk about this before every every fight or whatever. He, I don't understand what the deal is. He can't strike, so he needs to stop trying to do so unless they absolutely make him. He hangs his chin out there unbelievably, and I am no expert fight. Like, I'm no you know, technical genius here, but I can tell, oh my God, his striking looks completely different to everyone else's. And he just hangs, he stand. he tries to get into these exchanges and he just hangs his chin out there. And he continually gets caught and, it, and it, his face gets all red and he's just getting brutalized. This is a minute 30. He looked like he was in a war. He got fucking beat up, man. Steve Garcia took care of business. Chase Hooper had absolutely nothing for him and I know he was kind of disappointed in his performance as he should be, but... <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. Uh, I don't he's know. Got three losses in the UFC, and look who they are: Steve Garcia, Steven Peterson, and Alex Caceres. Like yeah. fifteen and twelve, eighteen and nine, twelve and five. Like these are not good fighters, you know. So I think he needs to go back to uh, where was he at? CF- CFFC, I think, right? Or was he in LFA? Uh, oh, he's CFFC. He was in the. He was in Island Fights. I know you were. Island boy. Uh, he was in CFFC. Uh, combate or com- uh, no, he was not in combate. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if he's in combat, dude, he can flip. Combat game 61. I know you Combat are, games, you, yeah. yeah. Dominant <laughs> do, Dominate FC. And then Cage Sport 48. I know you were you were there that night. In combat person. games 61 was at the Snoqualmie Casino in Snoqualmie, Washington. That can't be a real place. Uh, it sounds like it is. But I'm with Miranda you. Granger was on this card. Miranda Granger got a dump. So is Loopy. She beat Sam Hughes. Oh, she's Sam Page. <laughs> I know. What Come a card on. this was. Come on, Sam Page. But yeah, listen, I'm not going to say you're in shit on Chase Hooper for that long, but not good. I will. Not, not no, a good luck. Uh, Cody Durden took care of business against your boy Carlos uh, Mota. Cody Durden's a problem uh, as a wrestler. He, he, he's, he is a just. It seems like he's just powerful, man. He gives yep. people problems. And yeah, coming off of the fresh win, uh, taking out your boy JP Bays. Don't call me Cheyenne. Um, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a good win for Cody Durden. Then Christian Rodriguez takes out Joshua Weems. And this is kind of where it was like, I wouldn't have watched this these fights even if you had paid me money. So. Uh, no, and I, wouldn't I do have, like C-Rod for what it's worth. No, he, no, he is good. We talked about that uh, when I think he made a short notice appearance for the JSP fight, and he looked good in that. The actually JSP this time, not the not the fake, not the fake one. Not, Julius Stolyarenko. <laughs> yeah. Not, <laughs> oh, and God. that, ladies and gentlemen, was UFC Vegas sixty two. Three? Three? Maybe. <laughs> Who knows, right? The performance of the night. They gave out a shit ton of money in this card. Uh, I bet. Uh, Treshawn Gore gets 50K for his violent finish of Josh Brown. <laughs> um, he Roman... had like a guillotine and he like jumped <laughs> off the cage like Anthony Pettis did with the guillotine. That was scary as fuck. Couldn't believe he did that. So, like, he could have placed him nicely back on the ground, but he decided to bash <laughs> his head. Off the canvas while he's unconscious. So I'm sure that's probably great for his brain. R.I.P. to the big ends. Yeah. Uh, Roman Dolodidze <laughs> takes care of business and gets 50K against Phil Halls with a knee injury. Uh, Steve Garcia gets 50K for his decimation of Chase Hooper. <laughs> Chase Hooper should get 50K. <laughs> that was brutal. Oh, Jesus man. Right. And not to mention <laughs> Christian Rodriguez getting 50K. For his it's decimation like five times of Joshua Weems. The amount of his contract. So thank God. So there you go. I mean, he's much richer than he was the other day. So uh, let's get into Jake Paul and Anderson Silva and Le'Veon Bell. And hey, Le'Veon Bell is that bad. And I, Uriah I Hall. And not to mention Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike got Oh, man. <laughs> Dr. Mike got his ass kicked. Mikhail Varshavsky was getting his ass beat. And it's funny, he's so much bigger than Chris Avila. Chris Avila is like 5'9", 5'10". Dr. Mike's like 6'4", 220. <laughs> he got fucking smoked, dude. <laughs> I hope you watched that fight like oh I did, because I, I watched the whole thing. I was locked in on the Dr. Mike fight, dude. <laughs> Jesus, he got. Uh, that's amazing. He went the whole distance, but it was only based off the fact that he's fucking huge, dude. And he just, yeah, he. It was kind of like Logan Paul against Floyd. Like he, his dead body weight was laying on him. I don't understand why they fake and act like we care about these Alejandro Santiago and Ashton Silva fights. Like these guys might be good, uh, but we don't care. You know, Ashton Silva is. Uh, 
is really good. He's like 18, 19, and he fought a guy, Braulio Rodriguez, who I thought was going to give him a test. He did not. No, he, he just he just him. came at him with his arms wide and was just swinging wildly and got smoked a minute in. Then he stood up and fell and was like, "Why'd you stop the fight?" Yeah, <laughs> it was it was hilarious. Uh, Ashton Cell was pretty good, but um, and he fights at a good weight class, a deep, talented weight class. So we'll see. I mean, the fact that he's fighting somebody like Braulio, who you know obviously isn't great, but uh, fighting him at eighteen, it's pretty wild. So we'll see what's in store for him. Hopefully, they take it slowly. Uh, we've seen what happens to fighters when you try to rush them. Uh, especially in boxing. Mike Jones, shout out to the Philly legend. They tried rushing him, and he got fucking decimated. And then he stopped fighting forever. So hopefully the same does not happen to Mr. Sylvie. is very, very talented. I think he's out of the Bronx? Brooklyn? Neither. Las Vegas. So close. Um, I would prefer them to put all the filth at the top of the card. All right? All these doc- Dr. Mike, Uriah Hall, <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. We should have had Kendrick Perkins on the card. Like that's what I'm looking. I, I listen. If we're gonna do a night of filth, let's do the night of filth. You know, I uh, this poor <laughs> this poor Ashton Silva guy. He's like you said. He's probably he's probably gonna be good, but <laughs> he doesn't need to be mixed in with all this fucking yeah. He deserves juice. You know, like <laughs> he deserves. Again, listen to what we just said. Uriah Hall and Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell cracked him at one point. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell was just in the league like two years ago. <laughs> Didn't he just win the like, Super Bowl like two years yeah. ago? Fucking yeah. riding the coattails um, of uh, the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mr. Oh, was he? Yeah, I forgot he was with the Chiefs too. He was just trying to win. Oh my God, no, actually he did win with the Chiefs. That's who it was. Was it? Yeah. Remember he signed with the Jets after he held out? Yeah. <laughs> and then he just he was yeah, terrible. He, was all, he never was the same after that holdout. No. Well, no. I mean, when you're just it's standing funny. in Miami, you're riding jet skis, rapping, and fucking yeah. these probably ridiculous women, then, yeah, I'm sure yep. that does get away from you. Be- and you rap songs, Adrian like, Peterson. I got some ice on my neck. I got some ice on my neck. Yeah, <laughs> give me respect. You're like, all right, dude, come on. <laughs> Sound like Tyron Woodley. Yeah, Woodley. Yeah, you and Woodley should fuck. Whoa, there we go. Him and Woodley. <laughs> That's the next fight. <laughs> That's the next fight. Le'Veon Bell weighed in at 200 pounds for this fight. That's wild, but... Yeah, um, I mean, he is a big boy. We talked about all the filth. We talked about all the filth. Uriah Hall, you know, looked pretty good. You know, great. You, you fought Le'Veon Bell. But Jake yeah, Paul, Anderson Silva, your boy, the problem child, looked good again in this fight. He didn't look great, but he looked like he's made some improvements, right? Uh, he's yeah. con- constantly active. But he also I, – I have a tough time being like, oh, my God, when – Anderson Silva is 47 years old, right? Yeah, he's you know? almost double the age yeah, of Jake and Paul. Yeah, and, like, I don't know who Jake Paul can fight at this point where I'm like, this is a like this is a test. Like, it, he's not going to fight a real boxer, obviously. Uh, what if he does? What about, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tommy Fury. That's not a real boxer. <laughs> he's a pro boxer. Come I on. don't care. Give him his respect. No, Ice I on his neck. I don't care. I got some ice on my neck. <laughs> I got, give me respect. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, ser- if we're being serious, no, he's not. Right? I mean, uh, listen. You can, he's I, a fury, kind of. All right. So, Jake Paul is also a professional boxer, as is Le'Veon Bell. So, uh, <laughs> you know, like, that, if, that's, if that's just the, uh, the, the line that we're drawing there, then that's what it is. But they said that this fight did awful on the pay-per-views. I think Jake Paul even said that himself. It was disappointing. Not surprised. Not not surprising at all, especially when Anderson Silva saying that he got not, he got viciously knocked out twice in his last training session. So, yeah, probably don't say that. 
Yeah, I mean, even if, if that's true or it's not true, I don't understand the point. But, yeah, don't say that. How about that? Uh, Anderson, like uh, we kind of talked about before, he looked good for a few rounds in this fight. He looked like he was backing him up into the corner. It looked like Jake was slowing down. He was landing these, like, short uppercuts. And uh seemed like he was getting to him a little bit. But, you know, it's just kind of – I leave these fights every time saying I need more. You know, like I need I – need, and I – you know, I'm not going to plan my night around a Jake Paul fight. If it's on, it's on. I'll watch it, you know. But, like, I, I was, like, after the Phillies game, I was like, wait, so what's going on with the Jake Paul? And it, it, they were still – I mean, they stood in that locker room for, like, 45 minutes. I mean, they were dancing <laughs> they were around. They Canelo, Canelo and Kovalev, Kovalev bullshit. I, Canelo was taking a nap. Yo, that <laughs> that is wild that that man was just taking a nap before the fight, and obviously unworried because he gave the he looked like Wilder in that fight. He gave up the first like six rounds. Apparently, won them on on the judges' scorecards though. Yeah, and, I wonder why. Yeah, and he just absolutely smokes Kovalev through the ropes. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Shout out to Bernard Hopkins who that always will be one of. <laughs> One Poor of Joe my- Smith, man. He was like, you know, I know what I'm about to do to this old fucking bastard, and I'm, I just have to do it anyway. <laughs> One of my the favorite fucker- moments ever is when he oh gets knocked God. through the ropes and I lands on a cameraman, <laughs> lands on him, and then the cameraman's just like, "Yo, get the fuck off me!" I think it's uh, it's Roy Jones Jr. goes, "Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, he's out the ring." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, oh they shit. were counting him out like it's a fucking WWE match. Yeah, then he get got the he got twenty seconds to get back in the ring. What are we doing? <laughs> what is that? I never saw that in my life. Still haven't seen it to this day. Hopefully, I never have to I, see I, it. He didn't even beat the count. They gave him five minutes. He wasn't getting. It well, no, he's like he's like looking at the cameraman like, yo, why why just throw me on the ground? They're like, dude, you fell through the ropes, bro. Like, don't. Yeah, this camera's expensive, buddy. I don't know. You're a big guy. But uh, yeah, I mean, what I, did you have any other thoughts on that Jake Paul fight? I mean, yeah, I think he obviously won. He, he people saying that it's rigged just don't watch boxing. Or Dude, fights. I I, I want to absolutely slaughter myself and like I was gonna say something bad. Uh, a lot of other people when I hear people say, you know what, that's fixed. Like the, I, what people don't understand is if th- there's only one way you can tell if a fight is fixed, and it's when Sonny Liston gets punched and like hardly in the face and just goes down and doesn't get up like yeah once in a while and i don't even know if once in a while is the right term like i don't think you will really ever see uh, especially nowadays like you can't really get away with fixing a fight because like it's not i mean it's not easy to fix a fight you can't just go in there and be like all right i'm gonna get knocked the fuck out cold but i'm gonna fix it like that doesn't make sense like jake paul and tyron like tyron really people were saying that that was so ridiculous Tyron Woodley got knocked out because Tyron Woodley hasn't won a round in like 500 years. Like that's why he got knocked out. He fought somebody bigger than him and younger than him. Yeah, and and he got hit with like, a nuclear bomb right hand. Like you know, it, was, it always just makes these uh, these nights so much better. The fact that Jimmy Lennon Jr. is doing the <laughs> I mean the the, the historic no more David Diamante. Le- <laughs> yeah, no, oh my God, kill myself. The, the legendary Jimmy Lennon Jr. Jake. The problem child, Paul. With Ariel Hawani doing the uh, interview after the yeah, fight. Interviewing always... like Howard Cosell. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Uh, how funny was it, though, that Jake Paul got absolutely booed to shit in this fucking... Uh, it's funny because... So it was a whole MMA crowd. 
And yeah. they show David Bean, they show David Benavidez, who's literally, literally from Glendale, Arizona, and not one person. They're like, oh, who's that guy? Yeah. Literally, David Benavidez is one of the better boxers in the world, especially at 175, uh, 168, where he's going to be fighting Caleb Plant next. Shout out to those two for coming together and making a top fight between top three, top five opponents in a weight class. Errol Spence, Terrence Crawford, wink, yeah, wink. They're fighting guys who um, I've never heard of before now. It's all Terrence Crawford, you know, he wanted a hedge fund to promote the fight. Errol Spence is like, all right, bro, I don't think I trust a hedge fund. I like, what? What, what is this? A hedge fund? Yeah, um, what are you talking about? Like, nobody's doing that, especially when you have Al Heyman as your promoter who promotes literally everyone and makes them millions of dollars. Like, you're not going to be like, yeah, you know, this this random uh, defense contractor, Boeing, yeah, they'll pay for our fight. But um, back to this, I just. Also, they showed Sean O'Malley right after they showed, showed David Benavidez, and the crowd went nuts. It was just – it's so funny. The star of this night, though, was Nate Diaz. I think he probably is next for Jake Paul. Yeah. Uh, everybody – I mean, listen, anytime they showed Jake, uh, Nate Diaz, they were – crowd was going nuts. Everybody loves Nate Diaz. I think that's the fight you make for Jake Paul next if you want numbers. Anderson Silva's a good fight. I don't think Anderson Silva's really going to be a numbers fight, you know, because he's 47. Jake yeah. Nate Diaz – Nate Diaz, that winner with Connor was what five, six years ago, like not too long, and he just fought recently. And he's a and big he star. Just, he's a bit. He's a currently star. still a big star. Anderson Silva is more of a global star, you know. Like he fought in in Japan, and he, he's from Brazil. Yeah. Um, I just think Nate Diaz is going to give you more of that promotion. I think he's going to give you more of. Honestly, I think Jake Paul. I think he beats him pretty badly. I, I just think Nate's too sloppy, you know. But I could be wrong. I don't know. We'll see. But. I think that's probably what's next. Jake looked good. I think he, he he's using his jab more and more to set up things. He he wasn't landing many many combinations, but he was throwing them. You know, he was throwing three punch combos, four punch combos, where he was kind of getting Anderson a little bit on the end of it. But he was using his jab to set it up. He's he, he's he's getting better. He's yeah. slowly getting better. I don't think he he showed a big step in this fight to where I think you know maybe he can actually be a boxer. Like I think that's that that's probably dead. He's still young. Like I, I can't say if he's thirty years old and he's putting in this work uh, that he can't be like I don't know a cruiserweight champ, not champion, but like a, a cruiserweight boxer. You know, it's a, it's a division that's not even really real. Um, and they showed it. It is. I mean, it's basically a tweener division for heavyweight and light heavyweight. But um, they showed a video. I think it was from I don't know how how long ago it was. It was when Jake Paul was twenty one or twenty or twenty two, and they showed him boxing compared to like his camp for Anderson. And there was just, I mean, it was a huge, huge discrepancy. This Jake Paul's working with legit guys. He's training with legit guys. He's sparring with legit guys. Like I have to give him some credit. You know, I think that a lot of people need to give him credit with, and they don't want to, so they're not going to, and they're going to say, you know, the fight was fixed. I don't know how, a, not a split decision. I don't know how a close fight could be fixed. You yeah. know, maybe, maybe, maybe the judges gave Jake Paul one more round than they should have, but he won four, he won four or it was either 4-4 with the knockdown or 5-3 with the knockdown. So, yeah. like, he won. It was very fair. It was very, you know, I don't know. And, and the my, knockdown was nice. Yeah. In my mind, there was no question afterwards, especially with the knockdown. Like, I, I didn't think a lot of those rounds were that. Like, I mean, I, I like you said, I think it was probably 5-3 with the knockdown. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's what I that, had. That's what I had. I think it was close. I think... Anderson came on on a few of those rounds, but I mean, when you look at the numbers, Jake was just so much more active early in that fight. He threw a lot early in that fight, and it kind of won. First round, he threw rounds. 46. Yeah. Jake Paul threw 46 shots, Anderson threw five. You rarely see that, too. And, uh, you know, like usually that's the feeling out process, but 
I don't know. I like you said, maybe Nate Diaz. He Jake Paul's so much bigger than Nate. I don't, you know, I, I don't. Th- that's not going to do Nate, much for me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, Nate keeps me, it competitive. Give me Jake but, Paul, though. It's not even a question. Give me Jake yeah, Paul. Yeah, no, like, I agree. You know, at this, like, at this point, uh, I don't even know who. Like I, t- we talked about. Like you mentioned, Tommy Fury. I have no no interest in seeing that either. I don't know who he fights that I truly want to see. Uh, and uh, I don't know if any of these like it may be an active UFC fighter. You know, uh, uh, like what about? Um, I saw Paul Acosta talking. <laughs> Doctor Mike, Doctor Mike, they're both. He's bigger than Jake Paul. Like um, Paul Acosta would I, be like that's fun because Acosta's just huge. So it's yeah, like that's true. You and know, I think they can promote it a little bit, even though Acosta's kind of dumb. He's yeah, funny. exactly. But he's um, funny. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like other guys, like Floyd. Like yeah, that would that be numbers. an outside the box scenario. You know, like I, I think he gives a much better. He has a much better chance than Logan, and Logan at least went the distance. I know he got it. He got beat up pretty badly, but like Jake's a lot bigger than Floyd. You know, I I, I, I would know. be much more intrigued in that fight than uh, Logan, like you said, because Logan's not re- like Logan just does it. He's an athlete. He's good, but like Jake's That's, been yeah. taking this relatively serious. I don't think he'd win, but like there's always that like we like you always watch a fight. Like what if he catches him? You know, like Floyd's yeah. getting older. What if he? Because he's so much bigger than him. What if he's able to hit him and knock him the fuck out? You know, like you don't, don't know. know. Exactly. Imagine so. Floyd Mayweather's first career boxing knockdown coming to Jake Paul. Mamma mia! Floyd Mayweather is unconscious. The problem child has done it again. I uh, yeah. Manny Pacquiao is sleeping. I want to fight Jake Paul. He just knocked <laughs> Floyd out. All right. What's sad is I could see that as a possibility. Yeah. Seriously. I don't want to. I don't want to mention Conor McGregor and Jake Paul in a boxing ring around you, but I'm just saying. I yeah, you know you you don't want to get my blood all boiling, dude. That's that's not. If he fucking fight, listen, I, I'm jumping off the fucking bandwagon. If his next fight is against Jake Paul, all right, or if he, <laughs> almost if he ever gets in the in there with Jake Paul, I'm uh, almost at that point. I hear you. Fuck, fuck that. All right, so. Let's do this week's uh, card. Unfortunately, we ha- somebody somebody's got to do it, you know. And that, that's us. That's the sh- them shoulder strike boys back at it again. Uh, we got a Marina Rodriguez, Amanda Lemos, getting in there. One fifteen five round main event. This is wild that this is a main event, but what are you gonna do? Uh, this is a pretty easy fight to pick. Uh, Lemos has kind of shown you what she is, uh, and. The ultimate measuring stick in MMA is who? That's right. You guessed it. Angela Hill. And uh, what she looked like in that Angela Hill fight, it was a little too questionable for me. And then, you know, just getting – I mean, she was working on Draj for the first couple, you know, minutes of that fight, but she eventually just gets pinned up against a cage and arm triangled. So. You don't like her uh, win over Michelle Waterston Gomez? Uh, Michelle Waterson Gomez, uh, it, they, listen, it was a good win, but you know, uh, Marina Rodriguez is a little bit different. I don't trust Marina Rodriguez as much as maybe you do or some other people do just cause I, I feel like she's a little too inactive in some parts of these rounds and it allows, uh, you know, like Jan Jalnan to get a steal around or steal two rounds on, on a, on a judge's scorecard in a given uh, fight, but I think Marina I mean, Rodriguez gets this done. Yeah, seriously. Look at Cynthia Calvillo. Look at Rana Marcos. Um, I agree with you. So you got Marina decision probably. 
Yeah, that's what I'm going to look to see what the odds are and if we can get... I haven't uh, looked at many odds this week at all. Rodriguez by decision is plus 165 on DraftKings. So I think I'm going to go with that. Oh, by the way, before we get that, we have to go over our uh, records and our units. Oh, man, yeah, we do. Yeah, I I can't lie to these people. Listen, bet with your own heart, (laughs) all right? Bet with your own head. Uh, Fade us if you want to at your own accord. But listen, uh, how this has gone is we are... You know, we've had we have good weeks and then we have bad weeks. We have good weeks and then we have bad weeks. We last time we were in here gambling, we had a bad week. All right, easily our bad our worst week in the history of this show, probably. Basically, uh, we got we got no hit like this. We got no hit. I, I hit O'Malley, and I you know that that was ra- an internet raging conversation whether I even fucking deserved that one. If O'Malley didn't win, we would have got perfect game. We would have so. got perfect games. Yeah, we would have literally got perfect game. But I, I got walked on one of them, and we were able to <laughs> fucking force the no hitter. So uh, I am eighteen twenty nine. Uh, for, for my career, which is not good here uh, since we've been tracking, but only minus 3.1 units. That's the most important number, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to lose these, but it's all about the units. Utah, on the other hand, are 14 and 27, and you are down 8.35 units. So <laughs> it's not good. Let's just keep it moving. Positive vibes. We're not going to sit here and spend too much time talking yeah. about all this nonsense. I definitely am not. So I am going to go officially Rodriguez by decision, and I'm going to feel very confident about it. I feel like I should go – we should bet the opposite, and then one, we'll like split the winnings of whoever wins, unless like draws start happening, which I, that could happen. Uh, that, that will happen if we start doing something. <laughs> if we try to gain the system, then they'll just cook us. Um, yeah, I got Marina here. I think she, I think she hits harder. Uh, ah, one you, thing that might – You really think she hits harder? Yeah, I, I think I think um I think Amanda Lemos has some power, but like I don't think she really hurt Michelle Waterson Gomez. Before the guillotine, I think the first round was like kinda competitive. It was, yeah, uh, you're right. She, she didn't really hurt Angela Hill. She almost lost the fight. She I mean, the first shot she landed on Montserrat Canejo was uh, you know, lights out. But my, she's like Montserrat Canejo is legit like four eleven. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Lavinia Souza, that that chick stinks. She got she got jabbed and fell down. So, um, I, you know, I she has she hits hard. She does. I, I guess maybe is the difference of having fight changing power. Marina Rodriguez, you know, what she did to Manny Hebos. I guess people have done it before. Hebos' chin isn't great, but um, I don't know, man. I think she has that five round experience. Uh, I saw her hurt. Who was it? Calvillo, uh, and that. That's when Calvillo was tough, man. That's before she became a quitter. Like she was eating some shots from uh, from Marina in those first two rounds. But like you said, she you know she fucks around a lot. In the first round against Randa Marcos, she dropped a, a ten eight. Even though I, I don't know how it was ten eight, she didn't really do anything. But uh, and then the third round against Cynthia, she dropped a ten eight. So you know she was what two two and two one and two over a five fight stretch. Um, not great, but she's come a long way. She is 35. She is the same age as Amanda Lemos. Actually, I think she might be a little younger, but she's not young herself. Uh, coming off a split against Jan Xiaonan, who I I think I rate highly now. I know I used to shit on her before, but she uh, she shut me up a little bit. Uh, Marina goes to the body. She goes to the legs. Uh, she has a good variant variance variance. There you go. Offensively, I think she gives you more looks than Amanda Lemos. Uh, and I, I think the way to beat her is to take her down, grapple her, wrestle her, and lay on her. I don't think Amanda Lemos, that's not her game, really. 
No. Um, she might look. She might look to do it. I think she should, but I don't think she will. She also doesn't have the gas tank. Marina's been five rounds. If it goes to the third, fourth, fifth, I think Marina's going to easily take over. Maybe get her out of there late. Yeah, you know, that's what I, I'm worried about. Probably, with that. probably not. Anytime I predict like a late stoppage, it never happens. Like so, uh, I just I don't know if I can see a limo go in 25 minutes. Man, she's you know she uh, she struggled before going 15. So, and she's not getting younger. But um, yeah, give me Marina Rodriguez. I, I guess I'll play it safe. Go decision. Is that your official pick? Yeah. All right. So we are <laughs> riding on the front of that Harley together. Uh, we we are getting yeah, just ready. like uh, just like he did at Senza Anarchy at the very there end. Yeah. Ride right into that fucking tractor trailer, dude. <laughs> fucking play no games. So Neil Magny, <laughs> Daniel Rodriguez. Uh, this is kind of a up in the air sort of uh, line that I'm getting. Plus one hundred five, one hundred. Minus 102, uh, Neil Magny, a minus 125 favorite on a lot of these. I personally, in this fight, I just don't... I I haven't liked Neil Magny's game unless he's able to get it to the ground. I don't have confidence that he's going to be able to get D-Rod to the ground. I like what D-Rod's been showing in these last few fights. Uh, give me D-Rod, man, and give me him at, uh, what do we got, plus 105? Yeah, I have him at even money here on Bavada. He he's damn. He was like plus one forty. I feel like a couple days ago. Yeah, D Rod's takedown defense is getting better. It's not, you know, he fought Kevin Lee. He was able to beat Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee's wrestling is really really good. Same with uh, you know, Mike Perry has some wrestling <clears throat> mixed in there. And I think lately his takedown defense overall seventy three percent, which is not hey, bad. Considering he, yeah. Why, why? Why are you bringing up the goat? Why? why, why? <laughs> when D Rod fought him, he, he got taken down a couple times. <laughs> Coach Latour was not in his corner, by the way, for that fight. Um, <laughs> I, I I like D-Rod in this fight. He's got good takedown defense. Uh, I think he's just much better boxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the Spartan? The Spartan wasn't in his corner either, dude? No, no, no. Okay, all right. Thank God. Thank, thank <laughs> Christ. Um, you know who was in his corner? <laughs> the one-man corner of uh, Pat Barry. The oh, one man corner, the yeah. one man army is what we call him. Um, there we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like how Magny's been looking lately either. Um, I think his his fight against uh, Shavkat, you know, obviously we knew it was going to happen, but he he wasn't competitive for a second nope. of that fight. Uh, the Max Griffin fight, I don't think he won that fight. To nope. be completely honest, uh, the Jeff Neal fight, it's been it seems like it's been night and day since that. You know, it's it's. It, I guess he did take a year off from uh, from the Neil to Griffin fight, and he did grapple Joaquin Silva, where he lost. Uh, so maybe he's this is just a, I think a guy that we're seeing hit a wall and hit the end of his career. He's he's younger than Daniel Rodriguez, which is kind of funny. But Daniel Rodriguez, I think much better boxing. I think it's going to be standing most of the time. Neil Magny does have the longest reach in welterweight history. He also has a high fight IQ. He can lure guys into his fight. Uh, Usually durable and usually has good cardio, but I think those two things are going to be lacking. So I, I feel like, you know, all the mileage that he has uh, accumulated is going to really show. D Rod's last fight, maybe he lost. I don't think he probably won that fight, but it was on like what an hour notice. Like it was, it was a very. Um, he didn't have a full camp. He didn't yeah. have a full camp. Last time he's had a full camp, he dominated Kevin Lee, uh, dominated Michael Perry. Michael, I don't know why I called him Michael. Uh, um. So yeah, I think he gets it done here. I think it's probably going to be a decision, but give me a uh, give me D Rod money line. Yeah, shout out to Mike Perry uh, after he got absolutely murdered in that Russian fight. 
Um, it's not been a good uh, look for the the, kid, the platinum camp these last couple of uh, times out. So you're going D Rod money line. It looks like me and you are going to be homeless. That, yeah, that's well, what I'm seeing right here. Uh, unfortunately, that's we'll figure something. We'll figure some out. So I, I don't know how many. I'm going to be 100 honest with you, everyone. I don't know how many of these fights I can actually pick. The rest of these, uh, other than that, like those two. I mean, this Josh Parisian Chase Sherman fight is just kind. Of, what some of the filthiest fucking work I've ever seen in my life. I can't believe this is the feature bout on a card. I'll basically but. just say this: if you're giving me anybody at plus money against Chase Sherman, I'm taking it. Somebody said it last week when uh, Jared Vanderop was fighting uh, Mr. Waldo, Mr. WCA. If you're giving me plus money against Jared Vanderop. Take it to the fucking bank. I'm doing the same thing with jo- with Chase Sherman. It's funny because I think Chase Sherman has like a couple good things going for him. Like he has good light kicks and he can strike, but it's like he he can be a hammer a little bit, but he cannot be any part of a nail. And he has no cardio. He almost missed weight, you know, for heavyweight, which they I don't know how that happens. I don't think Josh Parisian's that great, but I think he can grapple a little bit, and that is Chase Sherman's Achilles heel. Yeah, uh, Alan Badeau, Again, these are not great fighters. Um, but he, he, Alan Badeau can grapple. He, he trains at Cyril Gaon, you know, he comes from a pretty good camp and Josh Parisian. (laughs) Again, these are not good fighters. I'm just saying, I got to take the good with where I can find it. And Josh Parisian out grappled him and ground and pounded him, you know, rather early in the second. So, and that was a good comeback from that Dante Mays loss. So, uh, you know, what have you done for me lately? Chase Sherman, I guess. He did get. He did beat Jared Vanderoff. You know that was an ultimate disgusting sloth fest, but uh, not showing you much. I got Josh Parisian inside the distance. Um, yeah, I'll take his money line though, plus one twelve. You're gonna take the the money line as opposed to the inside what, distance. Yeah, abs- I'm not getting fucked there. Yeah. These are guys that will fuck me, and yeah. I don't want them to fuck me at all. I don't want them coming near me. So yeah, give me Parisian. I don't know what whatever you can plus find a nice money line. Is what I what go. you're lock, getting on, lock on the it book. Up. So and lock I, for the record, I did not say anything. I just wrote it down. I'm rolling with you. Uh, I'm, All right. Parisian, I, 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 pretty much everything you just said. I, give me anybody against Chase Sherman uh, on the money line. Plus money. Plus money. Come on, man. How's that even? A, uh, you know? Had I not talked to you, I might have been tricked into betting Sherman just because I think Parisian's oh. ass. <laughs> but so Sherman. Christ. <laughs> These guys are both yeah, ass. He's, he's a fat ass. And I know I rarely say this now because I'm such a degenerate. But ladies and gentlemen, do not bet this fight. All right? Don't <laughs> don't bet it. Stay away. As I, as I bet it, yeah. Yeah, do not bet this fight. So let's get back to the action. I have lost my spot on the page, but uh, Tagir Ulambekov versus Nate Maness, who looked like he was in deep, dire straits making this weight. Uh, but he, but he did, right? Is that is that what I'm hearing? Uh, he did. Who, somehow. who missed no, weight on this? Nobody card? else did. Uh, Grant Dawson missed weight. Um, Shannon Young, Shannon Young missed weight. Benito Lopez missed weight. Uh, Carlos Candelario missed weight, and Ramona Pascal missed weight. Jesus, listen. I don't know how Ramona Pascal makes weight with that thumper behind her. But, all right, all right. Um, okay. I'm just saying, she's a thick woman in the lower body. She has big-ass calves or uh, legs, too. I'm just saying. I, I, I can see how she missed weight. All right. Just saying. Fair. That's a fair statement. But uh, Nate, Nate Maness, plus 185-190 against Tagir Ulambekov, who is minus 215-225. What say you about this one? Um, mm, This is tough. I think... I think I want to go to, to gear. I don't think I love Tajir, 
Well, in Beckhoff, I think he's probably um, – this isn't really saying much with who he trains with, but I think he's probably the worst of that group, of that crew that they yeah. train with. But, I mean, training with Islam and Bilal and Habib and Umar and Abu Bakr, and Umar just fought Nate Maness, and Umar smoked him. Um, it wasn't really close at all. Nate Maness was just laying on his back, and that's what he does. He sits in guard. He stays on his back. He, I guess it works sometimes, you know what I mean? But um, it's not something you can do, especially against these Russian hammers who just train with, you know, train with Habib and Islam, and you're just training with generational talents. Um, yeah, I, I don't really – Maness, he fights long. He has some power. He, he does some good things. I know he finished gravely, but he was also in deep, deep trouble after that first round. That first, you know, if there was a couple more seconds left, he's probably out of there. Um, he's also low volume. You know, if he was like a high volume guy, maybe I could see him pulling off the upset. But I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't love Tajir. I don't love this fight really, especially at the odds minus two thirty. Um, but I do have Ulan back off win it. I am. Are you going to take it? Or are you going to leave it? Leave it off the no. card? Yeah, I am no, actually going to put this one on. I, I didn't. I thought about not doing it, but I am. I'm going to take Ulan back off by decision plus one hundred five. I just um, after seeing the Nurmagomedov fight. I assume it's going to happen, or it's going to go down somewhat like that one. And Sajir doesn't finish people either. Exactly, that's what I'm hoping for, and I'm hoping that he, uh, Maness, doesn't get like a lucky submission or something like that. But oh, flying knee, five seconds in. Oh, 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 Bekov's out cold. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Khabib oh, is in the ring. Maness is the new champion. <laughs> All right, uh, no, let's get out of here. So. Let's keep it moving, though. What do we have next? We have uh, my king, Marco Madsen versus Grant Dawson, who you just told us missed weight. This is a somewhat quality fight on here, right? I mean, this isn't awful. Yeah. Uh, we, no. we like Grant Dawson, who is yeah. uh, what? He's, I mean, Jar- Jared Gordon, who we all kind of somewhat respect his grappling. Uh, Leonardo Santos got knocked out with one second left on the uh, on the car or uh, in the in the fight, and he has a lot of I fights, uh, fight wins in a row here. He's fighting Marco Madsen, who has about seven and a half minutes in him before sounds like me before he runs out of gas yeah. and uh, busts his nut per se. Uh, the Vince Pichel fight, not not a great look. Uh, neither was the Clay Guida fight, who he completely gassed out in. Uh, I like, listen, like Marco Madsen, but I am not taking him here. I'm going Grant Dawson, but I am probably not going to put it on my card. Yeah, I like that. I think Marco Madsen, the problem with him is he's just he doesn't have any cardio. He doesn't have any like finishing ability. He doesn't go for it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I know he finished that Danilo Bellowardo guy, but that dude was bum. Um, the Olympian, Mark. He's not. He's not Irish. Mark O. Matt. It's not Marco Madsen. It's Mark O. Madsen. Um. So if he was Irish, I know you'd probably take him here. Marco Madsen. No. Uh, yeah, I don't know how Miss Dawson miss weight because this is at lightweight, right? Yeah. Well, in Dawson's last fight, he missed weight at one forty-five. So I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe a little Please. lack of um, discipline. Yeah, IQ. Yeah, um, he's a good grappler, Dawson. He's got good control, ground and pound. Very unorthodox, like standing up. I don't think he's the best striking, but like he's very unorthodox. It's very awkward and weird and different. Comes from all angles. Mark Matson, like you said, uh, you know, getting outstruck by some of the guys he's been outstruck by. Not great. Uh, blows his load. You know, don't we all? Um, 
Dawson, I guess it's funny. It's weird he hasn't lost in so long. I feel like you know he's just not that great. Uh, he's been on a good run though. Uh, I just think he's you know he pulls guard sometimes when he shouldn't. The Rick Glenn fight he really fucked around in. He should have won that fight easily. He doesn't have great cardio. Uh, the fight with Jared Gordon, he wasn't looking good before that rear naked choke. I'll say that. Um, I trust him way more. I think I think he gets it done inside the distance. Uh, I think he finds Mark Madsen's chin, or uh, uh, no, I think he finds his back and takes his neck, takes his neck, rear naked choke. That's what he did to George Gordon in his last fight. He's done it. That that's pretty much what he does. He, hey, rear naked choke, Derek Minner. So I think he's gonna find a uh, find his spot here. Maybe in the second, third round. Maybe it's gonna take a little bit. But once you get Mark Manson passed the first round. I think it's going to be money. Uh, give me, give me a small play on Dawson sub plus three sixty five. Wow, I could easily see him ground and pounding him. So I, I want to go inside the distance two hundred. But I'm going to, I'm going to take a little shot at sub. I'm going to go inside the distance plus two ten. There you uh, go. To stand in solidarity with you, I won't let you fight this battle by yourself. Marco Madsen loses his O on Saturday night. So yep, we keep it <laughs> moving. Derek Minner against Shalon Nurdenbike. Yeah. Let's fucking go. Uh, I This fight is kind of a stay away immediately. Derek Minner plus 180. Uh, Nurdenbike is a minus 210, 225 favorite. Do you like anything here? No, no. I will say Derek Minner is somebody who pulls off upsets. He's done it yeah. before. Uh, he did it against Charles Rosa. He did against Terrence McKinney, even though I don't. That wasn't like uh, like uh, local fighting, but he was definitely st- not supposed to win. TJ Laramie, I think. I think he was an underdog there. Um, I'm pretty sure he was against Clay Collar too when they fought. So like, you know, he's fought a bunch of guys. He's been everywhere. This guy's been everywhere. I just don't think, you know, if he can't find that first round sub, I don't really know what he has for you. I mean, look at his losses. Darren Elkin, second round. Grant Dawson, second round. Kevin Kroom, second round. Jordan Griffin, second round. So, like, Herbert Jesse Burns. Arnett, way back in the day, second round. Luke Sanders, way back in the day, second round. Like, you yeah. know, after the first round, he doesn't have much. And this this Shyland guy, um, I was very... I wasn't sure what to get from the Wolverine when I first... when he, you know, first got in the UFC because he fought uh, in a bunch of different organizations. Uh, he had a bunch of losses. But that's... Yeah, I guess it could be a bad thing, but it could be a good thing. You know, he's been through, he's paid his dues, he's been through wars. Uh, that Joshua Kulabal loss, I really thought was was a bad one. It is not. Joshua Kulabal is better than I think most people anticipated. And he bounced back. The TJ Brown win was good. The Sean Soriano win was good. Uh, Shylin is very strong. I've noticed that watching him fight. I don't think he has, like, this amazing stand-up. I don't think this is an amazing fighter. But he is 28 with all this uh, experience. I think that's pretty pretty important. He's just, again... Strong as an ox, good top control. Uh, he doesn't really like you know when he when he gets a hold of you, you don't really um, get off him. So um, yeah, I, I got Shylin here in the decision or not a decision. That's that's my pick. I think he probably gets him out of there. You know, uh, I just don't really. Uh, it's not a fight I ever want to bet on at all, though. So staying away. Yeah, yeah. As am I. I, I don't want any. <clears throat> you, you just basically labeled every reason why I don't want anything to do with this. So I am staying away. Miranda Maverick, Shannon Young, minus th- 645, 700, 650. There's a lot, minus 770. There's a lot going on here. Uh, plus 475, 510 on the other side. Uh, I think we like Maverick here. I like Maverick inside the distance. I can get to that minus 105, and I'm going to take that. 
That's probably smart. Um, yeah, Shannon Young missed weight. Yeah. It's not very good. Miranda Maverick still only 25, getting better. Uh, the Mazo fight proved that she, you know, she, she, she goes for it. Uh, the two fights before that, she probably beat Macy Barber and Aaron Blanchfield's a, a tough fighter. So, yeah, Shannon Young's not, not very good. She is bigger, but that's about it. So we're going Maverick inside the distance. You rolling with me? Yep. All right. Let's go, dude. We're either going to get rich together or we're going to be in the homeless shelter together. Allegedly. We, we, we bet responsibly. Always. Always. No, I've ne- never, never. I've never been sweating about one of these bets. God, what? Uh, here we go. Mario Bautista. We've talked about him on here a few times. We kind of like this guy's skill set uh, after he cooked Brian Kelleher. Boom. That's your boy. Benito Lopez, you mentioned missed weight. I imagine he got this fight on short notice uh, or something along those lines in order for him to have missed weight, but maybe I'm just assuming. He did not. He did not? That's, that's nope. a disgrace. So he, he hasn't fought in, what, two, three years? Three plus years. Okay. So maybe he's just his body's not the same. He ain't built for it no more. Uh, I, You know me, man. Don't like guys coming off layoffs. I never do. I, I, I hate I hate it. Bautista is a minus 300 favorite. His inside the distance is plus 165. That is a lock bet for me. It always will be. And I don't know if it's going to happen, wow. but I always will bet it. Bautista inside the distance plus 165. Give me the guy that's not coming off a three-year layoff. I got gotcha. you. I, I feel that. I think Lopez has some good things like flying attacks, he, good kicks. He can strike a little bit, but... So can Batista. Batista also has good kicks, high volume, mixes in takedowns, mixes in submissions. He's training at the MMA lab. Uh, he's trained with Sugar Sean. I think Mario Batista is doing some doing doing good things. He's not missing weight. He's not taking three years off. You know, he is twenty nine, so he's he's rounding out his prime. Um, and I, I just, I you know, he is susceptible to be hit, but so is Benito Lopez. And Benito Lopez has been choked out before. I think Mario might find a finish, but. Uh, my, my official pick would be Mario Bautista decision. I'm not going to bet it though. All right. I like that. Uh, I don't think you're wrong at all. I just, you know, me automatic three year layoff. You. Your, your chin's just going to go fucking going to go see the land of wind and ghost. Uh, Jin Ufrey, this is your favorite fighter against Pollyanna Viana, who's actually your real favorite fighter. Favorite fighter. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting, they're getting in there. Uh, we got Viana minus 140. Jin Ufrey is plus 120. Close odds for a uh, ladies' fight this early on in the night. Uh, what do you like here? It's going to be a pretty gross, sloppy fest, which I yep. like. That's why I, I like that a lot here. Um, yeah, I don't. I you know, Jinu Frey's had a weird career, man. Like she looked like she was going to get cut when Ash, uh, she made her debut in Kay Hansen, or I'm sorry, the OnlyFans model uh, armbarder in the third round. Like that. That's just you know, I don't know how you uh, bounce back from that. Yeah, and then she lost to Luma, but she did. She fought Gloria De Paula. And Ashley Yoder, not great fighters, but she got two wins. And then she lost to Vanessa Demopoulos, who I don't really rate highly. I do like her. I think she's fun, exciting, and, you know, she used to be a dancer, I guess I'll call her. Um, she's pretty tough, you know, for somebody who really never took this serious. She's not bad. But um, the thing I, I, the thing with Pollyanna is, one, <laughs> you know, getting, getting armbarred by Veronica Macedo one minute into the fight, not great. Uh, I just don't like how she she the last fight against Tabitha Richie she just sat on her back 
Yeah. And that's all she did. She's pulling guard and trying to like go for these submissions. Never really got anything. And uh, I think Tabitha Ritchie's a lot better than Jin Frey. Jin Frey's not going to like wrestle her and control her and whatnot. Um, you know, Pollyanna isn't the smartest, but she did bounce back with two arm bars of Emily Whitmire, Spitfire Whitmire, Mallory Martin. Um, I think she's just better. And I think she's going to submit Jin Frey. I think she's going to arm bar. Her. I can't find a specific submission bet, but give me Pollyanna plus 300 sub. I like that. So we got Pollyanna, Viana sub plus 360 on Fandle. So you are getting 360, my friend. Nice. Viana, like I hit the lottery. Sub plus 360. I am going Viana inside the distance plus 275. Well, actually, I might change that because I thought the, I saw 300 for the sub and I was like, there's not much of a difference. But the sub is plus 360. I'm going sub with you. Sorry. Let's do it. Riding into the sun together, dude. Jax Teller also, I style. Think Pollyanna Viana was not the one who beat up that mugger. I think it was Tiago Santos, but that's that's neither here nor there. Somebody did. No, I thought she stopped something. or I, heard, I saw something online about that. But... Yeah, I think it was probably Tiago. <laughs> Shout let's be honest with ourselves. All right. Uh, um, let's just be honest. All right, so Johnny <laughs> Munoz Jr., who uh, is 10th uh, kid, Kavenbo. What? what? Yeah, that's his nickname. That's his nickname. Uh, <laughs> he. Uh, what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. He he got uh, he got absolutely destroyed by Tony Gravely the last time he was out there. He and he's fighting Ludwig Schallinen, who was from the fighter, uh, the Ultimate Fighter, and he is a tough guy to get out of there. But he's not very good. I don't want anything to do with this, and I'm not going to make a pick. But I like Shalinen, so I, that's probably what I, I would want to bet. But I'm not going to because this card, there, this fight is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, um, John Munoz, pretty pretty big for the weight class, pretty strong, thick. Um, I I just don't like Shalinen at all. You know, I, yeah, I, I don't no, think I don't Munoz has really done much. I mean, he lost to Nate Maness and he beat Jamie Simmons. So like, I don't really know how to judge you off that. Uh, Shalinian, when he fought J- Jack Shore, Jack Shore had one arm and it was just, he destroyed him. Uh, that's pretty scary. You know, Jack Shore couldn't even put a submission in cause he couldn't, uh, squeeze with his one arm, with his left arm. So also he lost to Ricky Tercios who again, you know, that guy's like a nut at the next, uh, Elias Theodoro, uh, RIP. He's not very good. He's even worse than, than he was. So yeah, give me Johnny Munoz. I'm not bad on this fight at all, but yeah. There you go. Uh, I'm not betting this fight either. So Jake Hadley and Carlos Can- Candelario, who you said missed weight, right? Yep. Which, uh, is he a, a late add-on? No. You know, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. Guys I, who make, miss weight usually win fights. I'm just saying. Jake Hadley coming in after a, a dominant loss to Alan Nascimento. Not a good look. Uh, he is a minus 255 favorite here. Uh, Candelario, what is he coming off of? I believe. Well, it's a Tyra. Yeah. Tatsuro Tyra. He which, didn't look good in that fight. Yeah, and Victor Altamirano in a... In a, a fight which I think he might have won in the contender series. Yeah, but. so... I don't know if I like this at all. I don't... I, I'm probably not going to bet this. Because I didn't like I'll what... Take, I didn't like what Hadley... How Hadley looked in that Nascimento fight, but... Yeah, I do... I, I do give him a little bit... 
of a break because Nelson Medo trains with Oliveira and all sure. them, and he's not bad. And at least he was rolling around with them. You know, uh, I, I think Candelario, he's, his grappling defense is pretty weak. I think Hadley's grappling offense is pretty good. So uh, he fought that dude Mitch Raposo on the Contender Series. I think that dude, uh, not being great or anything, I think he was a college wrestler. I could be wrong. So, uh, but, yeah, somewhat. I think so. Give me Jake Hadley. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he if he blew it because I think he is somebody who people hype up and uh, you know it's typical because he's from Birmingham, England. But uh, yeah, I think he's going to win this one. You putting it on the card? No, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to take it. Hadley sub plus three sixty. I want to be poor. I like it. I like it as I bang my head. I gotta hit the wall. one of these, um, dude. I gotta hit one of these big ones, and I'm in there. You know, uh, probably than, not. Probably not, though. Right? I hate uh, to break it to you. And this is it—the moment you've all been waiting for. Oh man, Ramona Pasquale versus Tamirez Vidal, who looks very scary. Uh, she is coming off of a huge win against a woman named Quiella Quiella Braga, who she <laughs> heel hooked in in uh, the second round of her fight. Uh, also a win against your girl Eileen Perez. So an illegal knees. Yeah, let's talk so about that. Let's talk about that fight. When 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 Eileen Perez was supposed to fight Stephanie Yeager, we got that wrong somehow. Or no, we got that right. Stephanie Yeager beat her. Um, but I said I'm like, yeah, I don't know much about this Eileen Perez chick, other than the fact that I just saw her fight a chick named Tamiras Vidal in uh, like a four by four room. Like it was like a prison cell. They they're pretty much in a gym. In someone's gym, in a small like, dude, you got to see this octagon they were fighting in it, or this cage, or this ring, or whatever you want to call it. It was like, <laughs> it was so sad. It was so small too. Um, and that's her only loss. Eileen Perez's only loss before the Egger fight was to this Tamiras Vidal chick, who honestly did not look good. Uh, now the fight was a little weird because Eileen Perez hit her with like every illegal strike that there is known to man, uh, and then eventually the ref stopped it. If there, I don't even know if there was a ref. But, um, yeah, Tamir's Vidal also fought Carol Hosa way back in the day and got smoked. Um, so I guess she beat Martina Jindrova, who is, I think, in Bellator? Uh, PFL, I'm sorry. Um, but, yeah, I don't think this Tamir's Vidal chick is good. I don't think I, – I didn't see anything from her in that Eileen Perez at all, and that fight was like a year ago. Like, I didn't see much from her at all. Yeah. Um, I don't think she really won much of the fight. And Eileen Perez isn't great. Ramona Pascal, not great, not the best fighter. I mean, she did – but. You know, she does have two she, – she has two tough opponents in her UFC career, Josiah Nunez, our girl, and Jocelyn Edwards, my girl. Um, she even fought Janae Harding back in the day in, in the regional scene. Like, she's fought some good competition. She's bigger. She trains at Syndicate MMA. She's thick, as I uh, laid out before. She's got some thickness to her, stronger, better. Uh, I just think if you're giving me her plus money against a chick who is literally an unknown commodity – and the little I did see of her, the only time she had a uh, success is when she was getting hit illegally. Like, you know, I can't, I can't, I have to put a bet on the, the chick who has UFC experience at plus money. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hammer this this bet here. Plus one fifteen. Yeah. All right. And there it is. UFC Vegas, I think sixty four, but I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven picks on the card. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> After I told everyone I wasn't going to bet 
many of these fights. I oh have eight more God. on the card, and here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We're fucked. We're so fucked. We are going to lose every dime that we bet this weekend. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, there is a good boxing match. I have to find what it's going to be on. It's going to be Dimitri Bivol. He's getting back in there against um, my guy Gilberto Zordo, which is Spanish for Southpaw, Ramirez. Uh, Zordo Ramirez, Zordo, I like saying that. He is 44-0. He has a long, long, long record of fighting. He's 31. Big boy. Um, this is going to be an interesting fight. So the odds have it kind of close. Like when you look at um, you know, boxing odds like we talk about, if it's like minus 400, it might as well be a pick em. Yeah. Um, and I believe Mr. Bivol is minus 375, Zordo plus 260. Um I don't know, man. I, you know, Zerto was a top prospect who was with top rank, and then he kind of went on his own. That didn't really work. Now he is with, uh, I think he's with Golden Golden Boy, and Oscar De La Hoya got him the title shot that he wanted at 175. He's fighting Dimitri Bivol, the guy who just beat the shit out of Canelo. Like <laughs> that's something nobody does. He also beat the shit out of Joe Smith Jr. Not many people do that. Um, a lot of decisions in a row for Bivol, which doesn't really talk to how strong and how hard of a hitter he is. Uh, I think I have to take Bivol. I, I want to put a bet on, on Zordo because that's my boy. Um, after what he did to um, to uh, Sullivan Bar- Barrera when he had knocked him out with the lever shot, the liver shot. Also the two fights with Jesse Hart, probably his best wins, Jesse Hart, Philly boy. Um, I might put a small bet on, on Zordo. Uh, we'll see how I am after the, <laughs> the UFC car. If I'm sitting ugly, by the time they fight, because that's going to be later in the later in the evening, I believe they're on the zone. Uh, actually, they're fighting early in the day, so never mind. They're fighting in Dubai. Wow, I did not oh, know that. Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! Uh, we have a guy on the on also in this fight. This is a this is the next one up at one thirty. His name is <laughs> his name is Shavkatzan Rakimov. I hope he does. Uh, he's like a. <laughs> I, I don't want to have to say that name. <laughs> He's like a mix of Shafkat Rachmanov and uh, somebody else, um, Rak- Rakimov. So that dude's a hammer. He's fighting Zelfa Barrett, Barrett, who he should beat. Uh, I might go Zerto. I'm going to go Zerto. Fuck it. Give me Zerto Ramirez. I think the South- him being a southpaw might give Bivol another look that he hasn't seen in a while. Give me, uh, give me Zerto. That's going to be a really good fight, though. Tune in if you can at some point during the day. Yeah, if I have any money left, I might fire a little Bivol... Uh... Bivol TKO or something like that. Just yeah, just fire. Why not? Why not? Right. Um, but that's it. We also have some cuts. Oh, we I do. Have to, I have to lay them off. Go ahead. So that kind of ha- it kind of happened in a fury. Misha Serkinov, Nick Maximov, Charlie Ontiveros, Cameron Van Camp, your boy, Magomed Mustayev, Mustafayev, who I guess they cut him because he couldn't make weight or he had a visa problem. I don't know. Jesse Ronson, Luis Kose, Koski, okay. Darian Weeks, Jason Witt, hit the fucking road, all of you. That's a lot of a lot of trash that they took out this week. Jason Witt, oh, I, Jason Witt. Um, there's also I thought somebody else. Jason Witt definitely. There was people cut. last week too. I don't know when Jason Witt got cut, but he got cut. Uh, Sergey Kandasko, see ya. Pack your shit. Um, I don't know if I missed anybody. Christoph Jocko and Askar Askarov. Yeah. I think he asked for his release. He retired, said, yeah, I think. Oh, <laughs> something along those lines. He's having some sort of health sure. issue. I saw online. Well, I hope he's good. But other than that. Yeah, I think that is about all, folks. 
And that'll do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we'll be back next week. We should have a two-episode week. Uh, the, the parade for the Phillies should be on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, probably Wednesday now. So I think yep, be that losing in six parade. Yeah, got uh, I don't know what he's talking about, but we should have two episodes next week. Uh, back to our normally scheduled program. We have a pay per view next week, don't we? Big car, big yeah, car. Two one baby. Alex Pajeda, uh, and he's winning. Israel obviously, Adesanya. he's going to win. Spoiler so alert! That. I think uh, Chandler and is that is that the is that that or is that in December? Chandler Poirier, yeah. Uh, Carla and Wei Lee is going to beat the shit out of Carla Esparza. I'm just saying. Yeah. We, we, it's going to be bad. We're going to be Biblical. on that for a while. So, Tune in next week. Tune in to the fights this weekend. And enjoy your weekend, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back next week. As always, go Birds.